0: This here be a Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast mini-episode. So now, Captain, we're all ears. Take it away. Thank you, Quartermaster Juan Forth. I am the Captain Jeff Roney, and we're here to give you just a mini-episode, some news items and a little bit of fun for the hiatus that we are growing toward the end of. It's not too far, not two weeks or so. So this is Minisode number six. This is an unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast dedicated to the hit ABC TV show Once Upon a Time. And this is the podcast number 205, the show notes and the links that we'll be talking about can be found at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 205. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Snow Sings. We're also going to be talking about the Once Upon a Time Seas Are Now More Dangerous. Also, Alice After the Dark. We're also going to be talking about Vancouver gets more of the force. That's a very interesting news item, actually. The next one is once upon a time gets gooder. And we find that Wicked has a name. And lastly, 10 reasons it's good to be Neil. We're going to be going through that list in just a little bit. So let's dive in. Uh, Jennifer Goodwin confirmed a while back on Twitter that she would be voicing and singing a character in Sophia the First on the Disney Junior channel. Disney Junior is for the little tykes that love Disney. And in the press release for Sophia the First, uh, Jennifer will be voicing the character of the Kitchen Maid, who aspires to be an inventor, and making her appearance on April 4th. Uh, the vocal cast also includes How I Met Your Mothers, Allison Hannigan, Big Bang Theory's Melissa Rauch, uh, Isla, Isla Fisher, sorry if I mess up the name, Sean Astin, Oliver Platt, Tracy Ullman, Felicia Rashad, and more. So we're going to have a link where you can check that out as well. And it would seem that a nemesis for Hook has been cast Blackbeard has been cast and the actor's name is Charles Measur, formerly of the shows V and Desperate Housewives. So we've got a Wikipedia link about his uh, career and what he's been in and a little bit about himself there. So poor hook besides all the other things going on, shadows and weird stuff. Now he's got Blackbeard. So, This should be very interesting with all the things he has to do, trying to help Emma in New York. Now he's got more problems. So uh, the next thing, this is a little once-ish. We don't normally talk about Once Upon a Time in Wonderland too much. But uh, Sophie Lowe stars in a movie called After the Dark as Petra. And it was uh, released in limited theatrical release on February 7th. 2014. Uh, The film's premise is at an international school in Jakarta. A philosophy teacher challenges his class of 20 graduating seniors to choose which 10 of them would take shelter underground and reboot the human race in the event of a nuclear apocalypse. I saw the trailer. It looked interesting. I don't know how it's going to play out as far as family friendly and and all that kind of stuff. So make sure that you check it all out uh, before you look into it, and uh, view it, and that kind of a thing. But the premise from the trailer looked very interesting to me. And we move on. As many of you know, the Lucasfilm special effects house has been uh, ILM, Industrial Light and Magic. And ILM expands to a Vancouver location. There was an article in The Hollywood Reporter about uh, it's... ILM's new life under Disney, and it says in addition to its expansion into the UK, its Vancouver unit led by supervising producer Randall Shore is, being, is beginning to operate out of a new larger facility in the city's Gastown section, and I believe that's where they film most of the New York scenes for Once Upon a Time. Uh, which, uh, I'll continue, which Brennan said would allow that team to double from 100 to 200 employees. Vancouver, when we visited up there and had a chance to talk to the most awesome people, Lister Ken, and he really kind of went in-depth with us, and he said Vancouver is really a new Hollywood for a lot of different productions, and even digital work especially. And so it's no... No wonder that ILM has expanded up to there. So we have a link to that article as well. Uh, Glenda the Goodwitch has been cast as Sunny Mabry, and uh, she has a couple of things. Sunny Mabry uh, from uh, trivia from IMDb. She's named after her uncle Sonny. That's interesting. Uh, she drives a pickup truck, and uh, just. My opinion, she has some of the funniest vines I've ever seen. Now, again, if you're, you know, family friendly, I don't know that I would send your kids to watch all of her uh, vines. But, you know, I think they're just hilarious. And so um, I don't think they're too bad. But we have a mixed audience here. And some people have different uh, tastes and different things. So anyhow, I think they're funny and hilarious. And she wears weird teeth and hats and it's pretty, pretty funny stuff. So, uh, Sunny Mabry's vines and, um, and that kind of thing. There is a new site. It's kind of like a YouTube for vines and it's called vinebox.co. And there's a link to all of her vines on one page, which makes it a little a little easier to watch them. And, uh, next is we now have a name for the wicked witch, which is played by Rebecca Mader. And it's not Alphaba and it's not any of the other names that we've heard before. The name in once upon a time for the wicked witch is Zelina. And so there's a number of meanings and I've already seen a lot on Twitter. Probably you have too. One of the meanings is light the name Zelina, and also another meaning is the goddess of the moon. And the most interesting one is in the Czech language, someone mentioned Bosnian, so I would imagine it's a Czech language. It's spoken in Czechoslovakia. Uh, it The name Zelina means green, so there you go. That's uh, very much of a tie-in because we know that um, – some of the names have referred to color. So, uh, anyhow, Green, Zelina, Wicked Witch, here she comes. All right. And now, 10 reasons why it's good to be Neil. Number 10. You know the best pizza is in New York, but the second pizza is in. The kingdom of Damarion on the north shore of the dragon fields of Zorn. That's where the second best pizza is, but they don't deliver. Number nine, you didn't inherit your father's good looks. Number eight, no child support payments. Number seven, if you ever turn out to be evil, people will understand. Number six, your closing argument can always be, well, Angus made me do it. Number five, you're an expert at flying shadow air. That's an inside joke from this podcast, so if you don't get it, we've added a couple more. And you can make a star map, a shadow catcher trap, and in a pinch, a pasta colander out of a coconut shell. Number four, did someone say blood magic? Number three, when family comes to visit your apartment in New York, it all of a sudden becomes a Mari show, you are the father segment. Number two, you get picked up on by clumsy women with coffee. Number one, you never have to worry about your ex stalking you. And that was the 10 reasons why it's good to be Neil. And I want to thank Brad Pogress for the 10 reasons to be why it's good to be Neil list. And I did add a few myself. So between him and I, we did the list together. So I want to thank him uh, for the initial list. He's, he's so funny. He's great. That's it. This time, less than two weeks now for the next once upon a time episode Hang in there. Uh, We are working on doing one more really cool interview between now and hopefully the beginning of uh, Once Upon a Time when Season 3B kicks up. Thanks so much for your emails and tweets and Facebook status posts and everything. If you are a writer and you want to help out the blog, I really want to do my best to build up the blog. So if you're a writer and you have some ideas That you want to write some blog posts uh, for the blog, let me know. Email me, put blog ideas in the subject line of the email at, you can send it to feedback at onceuponatimepodcast.com and send me your ideas. Um, We'll kind of work on the, the end result, but Send me your ideas and we'll go from there. I really appreciate I appreciate all the tweet while you listens and uh, visiting store. once upon com to you to go to Amazon. It's all really appreciated. And with that, we will talk to you soon. See you guys. This just in, breaking news. I mean, the parrot just got here with this news. Adam and Eddie must be listening to our podcast. And I guess when they're writing there, they're just listening in the background, whatever. And everybody else should, too. So big news, breaking news. Megan Ory is returning as Ruby and or Red. I'm not quite sure yet. But Adam Horowitz tweeted. Thrilled to say our favorite wolf slash waitress, Megan Ory, will be returning this season to Once Upon a Time. And he continues, Hope to see you on March 9th. Wicked is coming. So we don't know particulars. We don't know if it's one episode or two or three or whatever. Why do you think they're bringing back Ruby or Red? Is it because she's going to die and we're going to get a proper send-off for that? Or is there more to her story? Is, is her relationship or friendship or whatever with Dr. Whale going to heat up some more? Or what? What do you think? Why are they bringing back? I'm so excited. I'm bumping into the mic stand. Why are they going to bring back Ruby or Red? So let us know. You can tweet or Facebook status or send an email or whatever. Thanks. So exciting. So exciting, though. Thank you for joining us for our Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast mini-episode. before I forget, please check out our website at onceuponatimepodcast.com. We're also on Twitter, so be sure to follow us at, at O-U-A-T Podcast. We're also on the Facebook, at facebook.com slash O-U-A-T Podcast. Thank you so much. We appreciate you listening. Big love to ye. And hopefully the hiatus won't be as long as it feels. And if anyone's seen where Storybrook is, please let us know. It's not on our maps anymore. Seriously, can you point something? Are we getting warmer? If the. A little help, please.